I am dropping them today. My top five personal productivity hacks that keeps my life totally in control. I cannot wait for you to hear them. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rock star professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, gorgeous. Mridhu here. Welcome back. I'm so happy and thankful that you've chosen to spend your precious time with me. I am Mridhu Parikh of Productivity on Purpose, and I help ambitious women go from overwhelmed and overloaded to in control and confident. And I talk all things productivity, both at work and at home, because as a working mama myself, I know it's just all life. So listen, before we jump in, I wanted to thank Aman of Self-Accountability Tips specifically because she wrote me a fantastic review and also requested today's podcast. So I would love for you to come on over in any way you want to get in touch with me, either on this podcast itself or email me or come on over to Life is Organized or on Facebook or Instagram and let me know if you want to hear about something specific because I would love to serve you too. So Aman, This one is for you, and I'm going to quickly read what you wrote because it was so lovely, and I'm just, I have so much gratitude for you. In response to episode 33, which is called Everyday Hacks to Save You Boku Hours, and I will link that to this episode today, you said, Thank you so much for this podcast episode, Mridhu. Such ingenious and creative yet simple ideas on how to save so much time. You shared lots of work and home hacks, but I'd love if you could, in a future episode, share any personal time-saving hacks. I also binged most of your podcast episodes in the last week, and I just want to say that I'm getting useful tips and takeaways from every one. Thank you. Well, thank you, Aman. I'm so excited that it's been helpful for you. And here it is served up for you today, my top five personal productivity hacks. So these are the tools, tips, strategies that I use on an everyday basis to get me out of the overwhelm, out of the stress, out of the cray-cray, out of the scatteredness, and into a place where I feel more in control, I have more clarity, I have better conversations, better listening skills, and my life is just easier, simpler, and happier. So I'm going to give you a bunch of them. Like I said, there's five, and in those five, there's a bunch of tips within each one. So This might be one of those episodes that if you're listening and you can actually be writing, you might want to take some notes. And if not, you can always come back to it later, like if you're walking or making dinner or in the car. But uh, I'm going to be sharing a lot of goodies here. So let's get started. The first tool, the first strategy I use to really ignite my productivity personally is that I use tools to stay focused. Focus, lady. Yeah, that is by far my biggest downfall. It might be for you too, given all the demands and the distractions that are being thrown your way 24-7, our constant connectivity to everyone and everything with these lovely phones and laptops and iPads and watches and everything else that just keeps us completely connected. So 
I know that I have to go outside of my comfort zone. I need to go outside of my willpower. I need to go outside of just my everyday distractions in order for me to stay focused. So I use specific tools for that. Um, And I need to do these things. I need to use these tools because they give me clarity. And I also like to use these tools because they leverage small amounts of time. I know that this works best for me, and I'm pretty certain it works best for most people given our you know current circumstances and everything that's going on all around us all the time. We typically work best in small blocks of time, or at least in planning small blocks of time, because let's face it, we can't stay focused for too long. So I know I get really distracted. If I'm trying to plan something for the whole day or half a day or four hours, it's just not going to work. So I break it down. I might have a project I'm working on for the whole day or half the day, but I will break it down into small periods, maybe 45 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, small blocks of time so I really stay focused. So that actually brings me to some of those focus tools. One is that I do plan my day in small blocks of time. I use the Pomodoro method often, actually throughout the day, and the Pomodoro method, if you're not familiar with that, you can Google it. And I've, I've gone through it before and you may have heard of it, but essentially it's using a Pomodoro timer, which is a 25-minute timer, 25 minutes to work on one task at a time, completely deliberate, intentional, without any distractions on just one task. So you're in flow, you just work really efficiently, really effectively, and I guarantee if you've never tried this, you will be blown away, blown away, my friend, by how much you can actually get done when you are putting in 25 minutes straight of deliberate, intentional, focused time into any one task. So that's one I use a lot. I also write out my goals daily, which means I write out literally like, what what do I want to get done that day? In fact, I actually do this also for the week. So it helps me get really focused for the week. And then I break it down a day-to-day basis. So I get really focused for my day. And then I start, you know, plan out my day, what that's going to look like. So that really helps me. And again, I do that in conjunction with blocking my time and planning my day in small increments of time. I also use uh, a tool called Inbox Pause, which is great for me to handle my email. So I'm not always distracted by email all the time. I would love if I had the willpower to just turn off my email. I would love it. I tell people to do it all the time, just close a tab. But I'm, you know, I'm totally transparent with you. I don't do this nearly as often as I should. There is still some FOMO. It just feels better having it up. But I do use the inbox pause regularly and daily. And essentially that's just a free like plug-in or download or whatever they're called app, I guess, that is um, in Gmail and Outlook and Essentially, you just click on it when you don't want to look at your email. You're pausing your email, so it's being held in the in the cloud. It's not coming into your inbox. And then when you unpause it, all the emails come in. So it's just a great way to, without turning off your email, to just sort of put them on pause, have a reset, get through some stuff, and then come back to it. So I mentioned the Pomodoro. I also use other just types of timers in general. If it's not necessarily the 25-minute Pomodoro timer, I may use a 30-minute timer, a 45-minute timer, sometimes a 15-minute timer. It doesn't really matter, but anything I can do to keep me focused and timers work great. Don't underestimate this tool. Like actually seeing time, like counting down and going towards a signal really helps to keep you on track. Okay, so those are some of the things, the, the tools I use to stay focused, which is my number one 
personal productivity hack. And actually, these are not in any particular order. So it's not really one to five, but that's like the first one I'm going through. The second thing I do is that I use tools that make accessing or retrieving information quick and easy. Quick and easy. That's what I want, right? Efficiency, effectiveness. And again, some of these you will have heard me have spoken about before if you've been with me for a while. And if not, you can just hear about it for the first time. But one of my favorites, so you know, is Evernote. Evernote is my go-to, my bestie, my pal, my BFF. It is a list-making tool where essentially I house all the information that's going on in my entire life. And I mean everything, everything personally, everything professionally, everything with the kids, everything with community, everything with family, everything with the holidays, everything. So all of my information is there. I will also connect this, or I'll put in the the show notes rather, a link to an episode that I did on Evernote where I get deeper into how I use that. But essentially, any time that I want to retrieve or access any information that I need, I can just pop on over to my Evernote. I can go to the search bar, just type in whatever it is that I want to search for, whether it's Thanksgiving or an upcoming campaign or the bill payment or anything, type it in and that note, that particular note will pop up. So it's a really super easy, quick way for me to get information. Similarly, I used the Google Suite, Google Suites, which is like Google Docs and Google Sheets and um, and everything's really organized for me there. I have my life is organized, my folder, and within that I have many folders for Lots of different things that I'm sharing either with team members or for myself, whether it's marketing or programs or client information, and it's all really accessible there. I love that both of these tools, Evernote and Google, other the Google Suite, you can share all files you want to. You can keep the ones you want to keep private, private, um, and they are collaborative, So, which means that someone can be working on a document at the same time you are, and you're both effectively working on it at the same time without having to save any future or past revisions. So it's awesome. I also find another way that's really great and easy for me to quick and easy to find and retrieve information is to use a lot of the docs or spreadsheets for tracking and for building repositories. So for example, all of my social media posts and the images are all on a on a sheet on a Google sheet where they're all there every single day. So everything that's being posted is on the sheet. So if I ever want to go back, I want to reuse them. I want to see how they tracked. It's all on one sheet forever and ever and ever. This entire long history. Another example of that is like this podcast. I have a sheet which is essentially like a spreadsheet. It has the podcast name and the ideas that's in each podcast, the main themes, the links. The, um, the downloads, and so I can always go back and it can help me brainstorm future episodes or see which ones did really well. So I'm always tracking that and just really just using a Google Sheet. I have all my campaign communications on different uh, Google Sheets or Docs, rather, so that I have them for the future if I want to leverage them again. Same with uh, financial tracking or gold tracking. So I'm just bringing these all up to give you ideas and let you know how I use these just really simple, just Evernote and the Google Suite. So I'm not really spending any money or energy or investing any other time in anything complicated, but it's a matter of getting these all down, getting them organized and keeping up with these spreadsheets so that I can just leverage the information in any way that I need it or in any way that I need to share it, in any way I need to organize it or any way I need to analyze it. All right. So that brings me to number three, the third 
personal productivity hack that I use is another way actually of getting information really quickly and easily, and this is using templates. I use lots of templates. Templates are very leverageable. Templates are awesome because they take away all the thinking. Templates help to avoid procrastination. You know how many so, tell me so many times you're like, I want to get started on something, on a project, or on a response to an email, or on a presentation, or on a proposal, or whatever it might be, but you're just not doing it, even though sometimes it's the smallest of tasks, because it's just like that lack of inertia, right? You need that like, you need that momentum to get going. You really don't know how to start. Your brain is kind of hurting. Maybe you're like, that's already three o'clock. I just can't think straight about this. And we put it off and we procrastinate it. However, if you had a template to leverage, which means something that already exists that you can simply copy and paste and then customize it or personalize it, it takes out that, you know, that that like feeling of I can't get started. And it really just gets you moving on that item or task or whatever it is. So I have a lot of different types of templates. I use email templates all the time. So from the smallest thing of just thanking someone for a speaking engagement or thanking them for a conversation to kicking off a conversation to connecting with them on LinkedIn to asking uh, for you know some information to requesting uh, to speak with somebody at a certain organization to reaching out to a nonprofit organization, I've created templates for everything. When I say I've created a template, essentially I just take an email that I've already spent a lot of time on crafting and editing and finalizing. And then once it's sent, I make a copy of that email. Like I copy and paste it either on a document or in my email folder so that in the future, when I have something that's similar to that, I can copy and paste it and it gets me going. Now I can save that template in, guess where? Evernote or my Google Suite. Yes, you can either put it on a spreadsheet, you can put it on a Google Doc or in an Evernote note. So it kind of comes together, but the idea of creating templates is is just so, such a huge time saver and such a mental energy saver as well. I also create templates for my contracts, for agreements. I have speaking templates, uh, which are essentially like outlines, right? They're like the outline of that, what's it going to be like? And then I can go back and I can make updates depending on where I'm speaking or who I'm speaking to and customize it and personalize it. So if that's something you're not leveraging yet, I really highly recommend thinking about the next time that you're creating anything to say, can I use this for a future template? So let's move on to the fourth way, my fourth personal productivity hack. And this is kind of similar. It's kind of along the same lines as the templates, but these are frameworks. Frameworks, yeah. So frameworks are similar, uh, but they're kind of like an overall like roadmap to how I'm going to create something, like create a presentation or create a proposal or create, again, a speaking engagement or, uh, or like a speaking, uh, like a speech or something or a presentation, but also like what you're listening to right now, this podcast, it has a framework. And once that framework is created, then I can leverage it kind of similar to a template, but it's not as detailed. It's just an overall framework. So for example, on every podcast, I start off with, you know, just the intro that I start off with every time. I might include a testimonial like I did today, or I might tell you about something that I have coming up. 
Then I sort of get to the pain point, then the lesson or the tips and strategies that I'm sharing. Along the way, I typically share a story, and then I wrap it up at the end with a challenge, which you know, if you've been listening, or it's super important to me that you take action. And then oftentimes, I'll wrap it up with a bow at the end by directing you to where you can get more awesome goodies for free, and then say goodbye, right? And so that is my general framework for my podcast. So this makes it so much easier for me every week when I'm thinking about or thinking ahead of time, like, what should I be talking about or what would be interesting or value for you this week? Like, just simply seeing that framework can help take a really kind of nebulous idea, just sort of something that feels like, I don't know how to really pull this together, but when I put it into the framework, it really works. Another example of that is um, I did that with my book. When I wrote my book, um, or if you've ever read the book, if you've seen my book, it's Accomplish It. If you haven't gotten your hands on it, I recommend you do because it's a really fun, easy, entertaining read on how to simplify your life and get more done with less work. So if that sounds appealing to you, I will link that up in the show notes as well. But in my book, and this is not giving anything away, I'll tell you that each chapter has a framework. And each chapter begins with a story. It's a personal story, and they're they're typically pretty entertaining. And then that leads to, it kind of segues into the main lesson of that chapter. And it ends similarly, like my podcast, it ends with a challenge, a next action, or here's here's the next action to take. So you can really put what you've learned into effect. It's really just a three-step framework for each chapter. So when I was writing my book, I cannot tell you when I had like seven thousand ideas, because if anyone's written a book, you know there's so many ideas, you don't know how to really distill it, how to bring it together, how, you know, it's just, it's just overloaded your brain, and having a framework helped me tremendously. I also use a framework in my speaking, as I mentioned, so I can go on and on, but I think having frameworks just in your life was extremely helpful, and for me, it's been like a game changer. And then finally, let me tell you about the fifth one. Again, no, not in any particular order, but my fifth personal productivity hack is that I invest, I invest time, I invest energy in planning, in planning. You may have heard me say before that your success lies in your ability to plan. Now, your success lies in your ability to plan and execute. However, you got to plan first. And I find I can execute a lot more effectively if I have a plan in place. And I love planning. So things I plan are, as I mentioned earlier, my weekly goals. Sometimes I'll pull it back and I'll be like, okay, what is it for this month I really want to accomplish? Then I bring it to a weekly level and then bring it to a daily level. I will actually plan out my entire day the night before or the morning of. And if when I don't do this, because there are definitely days when I fall off the wagon, I don't do it, I can tell you for sure, 100%, without a doubt, my day is not nearly as rewarding, as successful, as in control as the days when I actually do plan them out. I plan meals for the week. I do this on Saturdays or Sundays, but on the weekends so that I can get my shopping done and have everything prepped for the week that I love. I love to even Sometimes I get it together and even like do the prep for the plans on the Sunday. I plan ahead for events, whether it's professionally or personally. That's something I'm thinking about well ahead of time. I'm sort of reverse engineering, thinking through whether it's like we have to travel or buy gifts or if I have to speak somewhere or, um, you know, if it's something we have to just purchase items for, whatever it might be. I'm always planning that ahead. 
Uh, I, I'm a planner. I just love planning. So I love planning. When I say that, I don't necessarily love going through the act of it. Like at that moment, I'm like, I don't love doing this at the moment I'm doing it, but I love the results it gives me. Like I always know the outcomes are going to be better if I plan and if I plan ahead of time. And by the way, sometimes this could be an investment of just three to five minutes. I'm not even talking like hours of planning time. Again, if you're just like planning your day, I can do that under five minutes typically. But I know I'm going to become much more accurate with my expectations and my expectations of other people when I go through that process. So I want to just put in a little caveat here to say that I speak with a lot of women who say they love planning too. They're like, I love it. I love it. I love to plan. I'm such a planner, but I'm always still way behind or I don't reach my goals or I'm still, I don't know why I plan so much and I'm still always so scattered. And that's typically because they're not planning correctly. (laughs) And I hate to say that, but there really is a right way and a wrong way to plan. And they're not really planning in a way that really serves them. So as a result, they're putting in all this time into planning, but then they're still frustrated that they can't get the things done in time or just in the way that they really wanted to. And usually it just takes a few tweaks to the way you're planning to kind of get you back on track. So the planning works for you and not against you. So if this is something you want to talk about or just other ways to stop feeling so stressed, please come join me on a free strategy session. I am a very nice person and there are no strings attached. There's no high pressure sales pitch, but I do want to get to know you. And if I can help you with your challenges, I'll let you know. And if I can't, I'm going to let you know that too. So come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash personal coaching. And there'll be a link there to like how you can set up time with me. If that's something you're like, I would really love to just talk this through with someone. All right, so let me recap, and then it's time for your challenge of the week. Here are the top five personal productivity hacks I use to keep my life in control. Number one, I use tools to stay focused. Number two, I use tools that make accessing information quick and easy. Number three, I use templates. Number four, I use frameworks. And number five, I invest in planning. All right, so now let's turn this bad boy over to you. You know I always want to leave you with a challenge, so you make your time here worth it, and you walk away feeling inspired, motivated, and actually take an action. Make this time worth it today. So I think you know what I'm going to say. Pick one. What are one of those five that you're feeling like, I could use me a little bit more work or a little bit, Uh, A little bit, some more tweaks, shall we say, in this area. Maybe I need to use some other tools to help me stay focused or to make retrieving information easier, or maybe I could use some and create some templates or maybe some frameworks around what I'm doing or really put my time and energy into effectively planning. Listen, I just want you to pick one. Ain't no way I'm saying two, three, four, or five of them, just one, because one small step, one commitment is the way that we start making changes in our life, the way you start changing your habits and and really seeing positive change and really making progress towards your goal. So pick one and then do it. Do it in the next 24 hours because you want to just kind of ride the wave of this momentum and inspiration you might be hearing right now. One of them, commit to it. And then, you know, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to cheer you on. I want to hear your successes with it, your challenges. So come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast and 
slash 40. This is our 40th episode. Oh my goodness, this is our 40th episode. How did I not realize this? This is kind of a milestone. All right, so I'd really love to hear from you now because you can help me celebrate our 40th together. Come on over, let me know you did it, and uh, I would love to be there for you. Finally, if you were paying attention, you know what's coming up next in the framework. If you want to get your hands on some awesome goodies to help you stop feeling overwhelmed, to help you get focused, and to finally stop procrastinating, then come on over to the lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. I don't know why I'm speaking like that, like a robot. Okay, lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources, and you can get your hands on all these free goodies that I think you're going to gobble up and you're going to love them. So, and I'd love to... uh I'd love to see you there. All right, my sweet friend. If you've enjoyed this, please, last request, come on over and leave me a really quick, quick, quick review. Share this with your friends, family, girlfriends, colleagues, because this is what helps me get seen around the world and helps me, you know, find or help other amazing women is when you share this message. All right, you are the best. Thank you for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time and loving vibes, positive energy, and know that I am always sending them back your way. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.